Thanks for listening to Open the Word. Today, we're throwing it back and dusting off an episode from the archives. We've had some great conversations over a decade of radio ministry that deserve to be heard again. So you might hear some new voices and old references, but we hope you still enjoy these episodes. You found a place to belong here in the Circle of Friends. I'm Missy, and once again, I am with Beth and with Barb. And ladies, we've really been having an interesting conversation this week, Mm -hmm. all about parenting and hanging in there through the tough times and the challenges. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, yesterday, something you said, Beth, has been kind of resounding in my mind, the fact that God knows exactly where we are. Mm -hmm. You know, we've, we've talked this week about how God has created each one, if you're a parent, he created you to be the parent of the child you have. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect match. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what God wanted and designed. Uh, and you're the best one for the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's not left us alone mm-hmm. to do the job by ourselves. Mm-hmm. He's not taken by surprise for anything that surprises us. God's not surprised by it. Nor is he left helpless. You may feel helpless. Mm-hmm. You may feel overwhelmed. But God is not, mm-hmm. and so um, he is there 24-7 to call on, and I think that's an encouragement alone, mm-hmm. just to know that and remind ourselves of that. And my thoughts also go to the parents who who have chosen to be adoptive parents, fostering parents, or the grandparents, my age people who are parenting their grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Um, this, is, this is the other thing I know. Again, God is not taken by surprise. Our worlds may have been rocked. We may have not seen ourselves in this place for such a time as this. But God is still who he says he is, and he will continue to do what he has promised to do. And his word says he knits each and every child together in their mother's womb. And we can praise him because they were fearfully and wonderfully made. He knows the plans he has for them. For you. We were all children at one point. So he knows the plans he has for us. Our part, word of God is consistent and true and points us in this direction all the time. Seek him with our whole heart. When we don't know what to do, look to him. Uh, I think it's Second Chronicles 20.12 that says, We don't know what to do, Lord, but our eyes are on you. I don't know how many times I've prayed that prayer. Colossians 3, 2 says, Set your mind on things above, not on things of this earth. When everything is fallen down around you, Look to Jesus. Lord, I don't know what to do. I need strength. I'm weary. I'm ready to throw in the towel. Lord, help me. And he does. When we know him as Lord and Savior, we are promised the power, the strength of his Holy Spirit indwelling in us. It's that strength that will see us through, no matter what season we're in, no matter what age kids we're in charge of today. We've been talking to Barb. My friend Barb, I've known her for many, many years. We did a couple pregnancies together, and we have our her two kids and my two youngest kids. No, my th- number three and number four kids are the same age. Um, she's given me great wisdom as I parented the, the youngest one, who all of a sudden was a boy, and all I'd done was girls. So Barb has been friend and mentor to me. And the word mentor is what I want to jump on right now. Barb, you you were talking earlier this week about the people in your life who have come alongside you. Your Aunt Bobby, your your mom had passed away before you had kids. And your Aunt Bobby, she's just pretty special. Yes, she is. Um, She was an aunt who just took Barb in. I I mean, I think most people probably think she's your mom. She is not. But... um yeah, she, she may as well be. I mean, she really stepped in whenever, um, I don't know, years ago. Um, for some reason, 
the two of them, my mother and my Aunt Bobby, went for a walk on the farm. And, you know, my mother always had heart issues. And for some reason, she knew she wasn't going to live very long. And, and their conversation led to that. And she said, you know, I'm not going to live to old age. And she said, you'll take care of Barbie, won't you? Mm. And she says, yeah, I will. Mm. So. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, let's... Let's take that moment. Um, first of all, how beautiful. How beautiful a mother's love that she would recognize that, um, you know, I may not be here to wrap my arms around this daughter of mine and guide her through the years. And so she, she asked, she invited, she sought out someone else and said, would you, will you? And then how beautiful for your aunt to say, of course. And she did and she has she has been Graham to your kids and um just she, and, yeah. and surrogate Bobby mom was not my yeah. mother's sister it was her sister-in-law uh-huh. which <sighs> is 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 a little different twist on it too because uh-huh. normally a sister definitely would step in but this was a sister-in-law so. so to each of us out there I mean what a call and think about that. Think about that as the person that you are. You know, I talk to I talk to women all the time who don't have any kids of their own, but they have nieces and nephews. You have the privilege and the opportunity to speak into their lives in, in ways that maybe their moms can't or, or haven't. You still have such a call on your life. Same with uncles. Uncles can come alongside. They can be the fun one, you know, or they can sometimes say things that dads and grandpas can't say. So what is God's call on your life? I I think really he's looking at each and every one of us and, and, and saying to us, just as I have walked alongside you, now it's your opportunity to walk alongside someone else. That's what mentoring is. So you had that through a relative. Your uncle's wife, you had it through uh, Janie Hosettler. I mean, I don't even know if she lives in this area anymore, but she was... St. Janie. (laughs) She was a fabulous, fabulous mentor, role model, source of wisdom for for Barb. She was a school teacher. Huh? Are you a school teacher? You may have wisdom. School teachers are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you you have seen so much that I as a parent haven't because I've parented my five kids, but every year you're in a classroom with, oh, let's say around 20, or it could be less than or more than. And see, that's the thing. It's like you could be a teacher for 25 years, mm-hmm. and there's no such thing as a cookie-cutter child. Mm-hmm. Everyone is different, mm-hmm. so... They'll be the first to admit, wow, here's something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and, and they rise to the occasion. I mean, could you imagine having 20-plus kids in the classroom all day long and, you know, their interactions, you know, dealing with that, and then you have to teach them something, too. <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah, that's why I think teachers are so amazing. Uh-huh. I would agree. I would agree. Along those same lines, I look at you. My sister is also a school secretary, and I think, yeah, the heartbeat of the school. You know what's going on all the time, and you have the opportunity to speak words of life into kids. You're where they come when they're sick. Mm -hmm. Um, All kinds of opportunities to mentor a child. 
maybe even to mentor their parents. There are so many opportunities to come alongside. Now, we're talking about children today, and school is the the natural place because that's kind of their habitat for at least 18 years. Um, but where are you at? What Maybe you're just living on the street. Maybe on the street, in a house on the street. But you see these kids playing outside, and, and maybe they're even kind of annoying because their ball comes in your yard or it hits your house every once in a while. But what can you do to come alongside and mentor? Maybe you're the friend. Maybe you're a friend who can give some respite care. Maybe you're the friend, the seasoned mom, who can speak words of courage into the hearts of the new mom who's exhausted. Reminding them that truly, I promise, this truth shall pass. How many times have I said, I promise at 15, they're not crawling in your bed anymore. (laughs) At two, they are, but at 15, they're not. So this too shall pass. You will get a night alone in bed, I promise. Whatever it is. But I think the, the beautiful thing as followers of Christ that we have that maybe the world can't offer is the truth of God's word. When we can come alongside, and and again, we come back to that Mother Teresa quote so often, preach the gospel always, using words only when necessary. When you can come alongside and do, and then go home and pray, I, I think the work that you're doing, I, the, the, the harvest could be limitless because it's God that is at work in all of this. It's just doing what you can do, using what's in your hand. So for Barb, I see you in that secretary role. And I know that there are times that kids come into your office quite distraught. Oh, absolutely. They're sick, bloody noses, (laughs) bumps and bruises. Yeah. And right at that moment, you have opportunity to uh, either keep them highly agitated, (laughs) which is what you'd love to do, right? Just no, no. Or, Or bring peace into their worlds right at that moment. So you're speaking words of peace there in the office. Again, no cookie-cutter kids, huh? Right, right. You know, and um, like I said, there's um, some things that a Band-Aid or an ice pack will fix, and some days takes a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. But um, they just, I try to remain calm, you mm-hmm. know, okay, here, here's the ice pack. Hold it on the back of your neck. We'll just sit here for a few minutes. You know, I try not to be too much of an alarmist, so, mm-hmm. yeah. I go back to the story that you told of Earl's first day of preschool. Mm-hmm. Um, fight or flight. Yeah. And you learned quickly. At the time, you didn't realize that's yeah. what it was, but his was fight. Right. Mine was flight. I spent a lot of time in the secretary's office because things made me really nervous. And my stomach would definitely hurt. And it was that calm, still presence of our school secretary that just calmed me down and got me back on my feet. God knew. God knew what this girl needed. God knew who, whose hands, whose words, whose heart would comfort and nourish, nurture, encourage. That's what we're called to be. When I use this word mentor, it sounds big and scary, but it's really not. Do you guys have mentors? I mean, we've talked about some of yours, Barb, but even in your professional world, any mentors that oh, you... lots. I mm-hmm. think we mentor each other every day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just, um, that's the thing that's so great about, um, we call it our family, actually, in our building. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, we all have so many experiences. And what might be a first-time experience for me, mm. somebody else has something encouraging to say. Mm-hmm. So it, it truly is a wonderful mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always learning and growing, or we should be. Because that's what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus is in the process of a transforming us into his image. That's our goal, to be like Christ. Well, none of us are there, so it, it's an ongoing process. Mm-hmm. So so the learning, the changing, the growing, being mentored and being willing to be mentored is huge for us mm-hmm. if we're going to move forward. And I think having that teachable spirit, that's really what what scripture is talking about. No, you never stop learning. And you never stop learning. And I never want to. And and it's not, oh, somebody older than me is going to... Me- you know what? Mm-hmm. My kids mentor me I in a lot. Right. You know, I'm talking early about Absolutely. having grown children and how exciting that is and, and hearing from them. And sometimes I just think, how did you get to be so wise? <laughs> I know, I know. I get That's that. That's not me. That yeah. is like, thank you, Jesus, that they have come to this point in their life where I was never at, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and I may not be at there now, you know, I'm still trying to get there so so it so think outside the box maybe mm-hmm. of what you when you hear the word mentor it's not you know and a lot of times it is maybe an older with a younger or but it's it's about the the experience about mm-hmm. it's about the knowledge it's about the um what you have to offer someone else and everyone has a story mm-hmm. so everyone has something to offer someone else right and because everyone has a story we all have the opportunity to listen and learn and grow and i think that's just an amazing thing and when you see that then then you become more aware of the opportunities there's plenty there mm-hmm. they're all around us mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. uh but but the opportunity to be mentored and to mentor go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And it's an amazing thing. I, I just wish, I, I wish we were more, I was going to say, cognizant of the fact, more aware of it, more looking more for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As we walk through life to watch for those opportunities. I always think of that first Thessalonians 5 scripture, encourage one another and build each other up as as kind of the mentoring uh verse because that's really what mentoring is it's just coming alongside and encouraging yeah you've got this you can this was my experience this is what i know and it doesn't have to be identical to the situation that you're in right now it's just knowing that okay with perseverance and with a little bit of encouragement we can get through this you know even um if you can get a different perspective from someone Mm -hmm. to think about this particular issue or season of your life in a different way is so helpful Mm it's so refreshing Mm -hmm. so oh definitely and i especially love to talk to people who have been through that word through Mm t-h-r-o-u-g-h through i don't want to get stuck i don't want to avoid and ignore i want to process through this. So I love to hear from people who have been through things and what it was, what steps they took, what they found gave them strength, courage, um, where they sought wise counsel. That's what we've been talking a lot about this week as far as uh, looking to someone who knows more than you about the subject at hand that is kind of mm-hmm. given you uh, fits or um, has stopped you in your tracks. And and as you said, Missy, it's that teachable spirit. I think we have to be willing to say, okay, I've reached a point where I don't know what to do. Help. Ooh, that's a hard one sometimes. It is. Um, One thing I um, 
grew up with was that um, I came from the generation where it was wrong to ask uh-huh. for help. Uh-huh. Um, and I was taught that to the point where it was crippling. Mm-hmm. I couldn't ask for help even when I really needed it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's so wrong. That's mm-hmm. so wrong. And there are certain things, you know, as you, as you grow up yourself and as you have your children, there's certain things that um, you would do exactly like your parents, mm-hmm. and then there's certain things that you would change. And that was one thing I changed mm-hmm. um, because it, it's okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, don't expect people to do everything for you. Right. But it is okay in certain circumstances do ask for help. Mm-hmm. I ask for help from the Lord every day. I mm. mean, without his help, uh, I'd be nothing. I can attest to this fact because I, I'm with Barb enough to know that, it, and it's in all things, there are no things too small for, for Barb to say, Lord, we need help. Mm. Um, and just today, as we were looking to find a parking <laughs> spot, one opened up. And again, she said, thank you, Jesus. You knew exactly what we needed. Mm. So ask. I think the Bible says you have not because you, you ask, ask not. You know, I, I just think we we forget sometimes it's that they're behind our lives. There's a, there's a purpose. God mm-hmm. is purposely working for each one of us for our good. And as we were talking, I was thinking about that verse in uh, 1 Corinthians, um, actually 2 Corinthians chapter 1, where it talks about... Um, uh, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort which which we ourselves are comforted by God. Here it is in the message, and I think I think it it fits the principle of this fits as we talk about mentoring. All praise to God, the Father of our Master Jesus, the Messiah, Father of all mercy. God of all healing counsel. He comes alongside us when we go through hard times. And before you know it, he brings us alongside someone else who's going through hard times so that we can be there for that person just as God was there for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a purpose in all of that. You're not expected to fix it. Yes. But yes. And amen. comfort. What a beautiful word. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I've experienced it so much from so many friends and loved ones. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, that, it's awesome. That that's the encouraging part of it, right? Comfort. It's 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 helping. It's building up. It's it's helping to support in those times mm-hmm. of need. And whether that's you know emotional, like ah, what do I do now? Or maybe it's a physical kind of thing, like I'm so exhausted, I don't know what to do. In whatever way that is, when we reach out to those around us and take the opportunity to encourage, to comfort, to support, to to build up the body mm-hmm. as we're called to do, mm-hmm. it's a wonderful thing for both parties. Mm-hmm. Do you know, have you ever gone to try to be an encouragement to someone and walked away and thought, wow, wow. they helped me more than I helped yes, them. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That's our God. That's who he is. That's how he works in our lives, which mm-hmm. I think is pretty fantastic when you think about it, because we're all going to get overwhelmed. We're all going to get weary. We're all going to struggle at some point in time. But he hasn't left us alone. You know, and I think um, it's all about relationships mm. because um can't experience comfort unless, you know, you, you can't get that online. You know, yes. you, you have to be face. <laughs> text just doesn't do it, exactly, right? Exactly. Exactly. It, it's but... about the, the beauty of a relationship and, yeah. and how you have to um, get into that relationship to really know about that person. 
and we it's call just it a doing cool life thing. together. And we do, and we I'm just reminded of Jesus's words. And I again, I'm not finding the address as I'm looking in my Bible just just that quickly. But um, when he says, "It is better that I go because then the Comforter, yes, the Comforter, can come, the, the one who knows us intimately yes. and, and knows just what we need, that he is the God of all comfort, and he's not leaving us. That uh, he has not." left us alone here on this earth, um, the Holy Spirit is the comforter that's right there. We can cry mm. out any time. But I also know that he has us here to be the hands and feet of Christ. So it is to come alongside and bring comfort where there is pain or sorrow or exhaustion or you mm. know, fill in the blank or a child that you think, I don't know how to parent this child. Yeah, yeah. We can bring words of comfort right then and right there, but it's the being willing to ask, right? asking for that help that we need. You know, and I encourage my kids um, to ask, um, and I, I tell them, what's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. They say no. Mm-hmm. No is an acceptable answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you have not because you ask not. <laughs> It's okay to be told no, but to find out later that you would have been told yes if you just would have asked, Mm. that's just sad. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the biggest ask? What's the biggest ask that... that we wish we would have reached out and asked as young parents? You know, what's the biggest... What's the biggest ask that we've asked that we've been told no and journeyed through? Or what's the biggest ask that um, we were amazed by the answer abundantly more than we could have hoped for or imagined. We asked for this, and suddenly um, what came was so much greater than, than we even asked for. I think we all have those moments in our life when we recognize we were a little fearful to ask. And, and then when we finally found that courage, whether that was a conversation with God with our spouse, with our next-door neighbor, with a person at work. Barb, you said it so well. You know, what's, what's the worst that they could tell you? No. I suppose some might say, you have no right to ask me that. And we might feel a little like we were out of, out of line. line. Mm. But even that, that's just a pride and humility issue. We have not because we ask not. So whatever it is that today you know you're stuck and you need help, but you're afraid to ask, well, I think perhaps just asking God for courage to take that step to say, I'm going under, I need help, might be our best first step. And then for each of us, maybe maybe we're in a place where we have journeyed through. Asking God to give us eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart to understand what others are going through, he, he might be asking us to be the answer to someone's need for comfort or for a mentor in their lives. How he has us here for a purpose. Our part is to seek him wholeheartedly and follow him in this this journey called life where he's given us a place to belong. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so find us on Facebook and Instagram at Open the Word Podcast or 
send us an email to openthewordpodcast at gmail.com. Is it time for you to plan a day trip with your peeps? Come and stay a while at Shia Market in Berlin. There is something for everyone, no matter what your taste or style may be. Visit the Village Gift Barn for your custom floral arrangements and timeless accessories for your home. Stroll upstairs to Shia's Style Boutique for your perfect outfit. Everything from accessories to shoes. Be inspired at country gatherings with decor from Modern Farmhouse to transitional design. Then meander through the gardens for a large selection of houseplants. And last but not least, order your perfect cup of brew at the Buggy Brew Coffee Company. End your day by gathering to relax in our courtyard. You will leave feeling connected and refreshed.